This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back to another episode of With Sonar. I'm your host, Luke Velaskin. Of course, joined by my co-host, Kyle Taylor. We've got a fantastic lineup for you today. We're looking at increasing imports into the Port of Oakland, where there's crazy stories going on around in the news. And of course, we've got a very special guest later on from Henry Logistics, so stay tuned in just a few minutes for that. But in the meantime, Kyle, it's end of the month. It's May. We're about to come here into the end of the second quarter. A lot of stuff going on here. How you how you handle Memorial it Day weekend? Memorial come Day on, weekend. let's not forget the best part about this entire thing. I, I know Monday got, off. Monday off. That's the best. What, you take days off? Clearly, this guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> wow. Clearly taking wow. the days off. Are you off? There's no time off in transportation. We it's a three sixty five. What are you talking about? But I've noticed when I've so when I made the jump from broker to. Uh, the technology side, the times that I was usually the busiest are now the times that I'm not. Yeah. So the, these long weekends coming up, it's hard to get a hold of people. People are ignoring all my emails. They're not answering my phone calls. But yeah, it's a they're, they're bogged down. Yeah, actually, they're, like they're dealing with everything. Yeah, they're having a brutal week because yeah. less supply of trucks. People are wanting specific lanes. We're already seeing that in the tender data. So, but a, but a lot of a lot of big changes. What are you doing for? Anything special? Getting uh, some hot dogs, going, grilling out? Little, going up to the lake. Going uh, up to the lake? Yeah, so we're going to. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> we got our lake house guy over here. Don't quit your day job. Mr. Celebrity Luke Velasca here. Always be closing here. So, uh, hey, hey, I just want to tell the viewers, you're the ones that make this possible. I just want to appreciate everything that you do. Appreciate your support. No, I'm kidding. I can't even do you're that. The I reason, can't even say that with a straight face. You're the reason why um, he doesn't shave. We do appreciate your support, but, yeah, it's the, you know. Okay, anyways, uh, we're getting off topic here. The point is, Kyle, we've got some interesting things going on here uh, right now. Obviously, we've got some great stuff we're going to dive into. We're, we've got our guest here from Henry uh, in just a little bit. But, um there's uh, some new stories going on here. Some, uh, some of the most smugg inter- smuggling are going on. As a child, I loved the mob movies. Yeah. I, my, my father would always have, you know, Goodfellas, the Godfather trilogy. You'd have the casino. You got all these different movies that I would always be around. This gives me a little bit of that vibe. Don't know if it's got any connection with the, with the mob. But yeah. headline, truckers implicated in multi-million dollar U.S. to Canada tobacco smuggling ring these so essentially these th- there's a specific broker it's not released and it's not released that anyone has been charged with anything yet but there was a broker that was using discrete terminology was kind of sub brokering things to certain uh, carriers and they were just uh, bringing up cigarettes and selling them kind of to the black market and then coming back with bags of cash Imagine having to smuggle legal goods just to, I'm assuming, to avoid the import or border Taxation taxes. is thief. 
Yes. Like if you're going to do that, you may as well just go big and just yeah. totally just make the goods you're importing illegal too. Like, I yeah. mean, why just like just to dodge a couple of taxes? Like, no, that, now. but it's totally JV. It's, anyways, I couldn't believe that headline when I read it. Speaking though. of smuggling, I just remember back to my smuggling days when I was a teenager. Ooh, we used to smuggle candy into the movie theaters all the time. I was a pro. I, I probably could have like just, you know, stolen the Mona Lisa if I wanted to. Might as well have, you know, I mean, deep pockets over here at Luke, Alaska. No, that's what pays for the lake houses, you know, smuggling candy. It's it was not the candy house, from back the in the way, day so. that really did it for us. But yeah, uh, so it really is. Anyways, one other thing here that uh, we're going to be talking about just a little bit is um, another headline. The Port of Oakland is becoming the next overflow valve for shippers. A little article written by our own Zach Strickland. Um, and he kind of goes on. I'm actually going to throw this up here real quick. We don't normally throw up uh, screenshots this early, but go ahead and check this one out for you here. I think you'll find it pretty interesting. So the blue line that you're looking at there, that's a one-year time frame. So as of this morning, that blue line represents the amount of TEUs being imported into the Port of Oakland, and it's displayed as a percent change, that blue line. So you can see here we're sitting around a 200% increase year over year on imports for the Port of Oakland. So definitely a big overflow port right now. I mean, let's say it again, 200 percent increase in one year that's kind of across the board i mean when we're it looking- is across the board no no place is safe but 200 percent is insane now what's interesting that white line there that forecast we're forecasting in the next seven days it's going to go up to 268 percent which is unbelievable and to show you how much that correlates with truck volume, which we all know but to give you a number to quantify it with that green line there down below truckload volume out of the Port of Oakland, or out of the San Francisco area, which is where the Port of Oakland is, 62% increase year over year. I mean, it, the strong correlation of just, you have the port volumes coming in, and Oakland is a is a, a, a substantial port. I think there's like 50 vessels that are just sitting in uh, in the port right now, just waiting yep. to be offloaded. And and so that's, but it, it's dwarfed by the twin uh, ports down south. Yeah, yeah. LA Long Beach. And, yeah. and they're having the same thing. So what that's telling me is that your shippers are having to get a little bit more creative now. We're having to see people that are needing to, to find new routes to, to import their goods. And that's what we're going to see. We're going to see multiple different ports start to heat up. We're already seeing it in the Port of Savannah coming from the East Coast. So a lot of different transitions happening now because coming from West Coast from China, we're seeing containers like over $200,000 for a specific for one container. I mean, yeah. the trickle-down effect of just inflation on that is is what I'm really interested to seeing yeah, yeah. and seeing. But no, that's great conversation with our very own lead economist, Anthony Smith. But you that's wanna... not what we're here to talk about today, folks. We've got a very important guest here that we're joining today, current Sonar customer. But uh, please welcome Ryan Mize, the director of Truckload Solutions for Henry Logistics. Ryan, how you doing today? How you guys doing? I'm probably a little more stressed than you guys are being on the brokerage side here uh, end of month and with the long weekend. Certainly not going to the lake. <laughs> See, yeah, I don't, some people go to the lake. Okay, some other okay. people try to just buckle First down off, and get their freight off. moved. Okay, you know, it's with the in-laws, okay? Like, you know, it's a family It's a family obligation, all right? Had See, to. You're getting your arm twisted to. here. Exactly. I'm still going to have my I laptop with me. Just Damn. make sure you drink with a pinky out, man. There you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> I like it. 
So Ryan, uh, tell, uh, how are your carrier reps doing right now? How your how your how your sales reps doing with uh, end of month, end of uh, end of quarter, plus the extra volatility? If it wasn't enough already, how are they handling everything? Yeah, you know, um, you know, they're they're doing as well as they can. You know, they've got their loads assigned to them certainly, and uh, capacity shrinking day by day as we get to the end of the week. Um, you know, we try to inject a little bit of stress, especially when you start talking about Friday afternoon. You know, you get carriers falling off because there's high rates posted. So, um, you know, you know, getting ahead of that is the hard part. But, uh, you know, this is the this is the times of the year that you got to dig in extra and make the extra phone calls. So we, you know, the mantra that I try to push out to these guys is uh, especially, you know, Friday afternoon, deliver good news fast, deliver bad news faster. Right. So uh, keep our customers on top of things and keep them updated is, is the name of the game. No, that's perfect. And so give us a little background here on 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 yourself, Ryan, kind of like what what's your focus here? And then, you know, how have you guys really started to not only going into this week, but how have you guys started to really implement this sonar data that you guys are using? Yeah, so we jumped on with sonar data probably about a year ago. Um, you know, it was uh, a scramble to figure out who who has the most updated real time data when a pandemic's hitting. Um, you know, you certainly, the data out there is trailing, but, uh, the, the great thing with sonar is, you know, you guys are, are when the shipment's actually tendered. So, um, I think as far as real time, you guys have been as good as it gets certainly for us. Um, but you know, really we try, I try not to oversaturate our carrier sales reps with information. You certainly can do it with sonar data. Uh, I was talking to you guys earlier, you know, I'm looking at when it comes to flatbed, I've been looking at housing markets in, uh, permits and kind of looking at some of those graphs, um, you know, and that gets super, super granular. So, you know, I don't, I don't try to put that on the, out on the floor, but I try to keep it basic with uh, tender rejections versus tender volume uh, is first and foremost that we look at every single morning, um, you know, at a time like this where we're end of the month uh, going into a long holiday weekend, you know, that, that green tender rejection line, you start seeing it creep up, indicating tighter capacity, um, and it's easy to speak to to the floor. Um, but you know, the the big one that I like our floor to use uh, moving forward is I, I like the head hall map a lot. Um, it's something that these guys, you know, they have up all day. They're looking at it in their negotiations, and really, you know, the the biggest thing that I'm trying to get across to them is is be confident with your rates. Right? Look at that map, gain confidence in the rate that you're putting forward to the carrier. Uh, and continue to sell, you know, stay, stick to it. Uh, if you're looking at a certain market, it, it should tell you right away if, if you're going to have to flex or if you should hold strong. So, the, you know, those are the two quick ones right off the bat. That that's we're a good using. point, Ryan. Yeah, I think, and that's something we've been talking about a lot too is, is confidence, right? Confidence is a tough one to have, especially in this volatile market, right? You know, you can have, yeah. you know, some folks that have a lot of years under their belt and they, they get, they know the industry, they know it, they get it, they've seen a lot. And then all of a sudden you throw this crazy pandemic by record high volumes, record high projections, the amount of volatility, it's insane. And all of a sudden, you know, some of those, some of that experience while still incredibly valuable, it, they can't necessarily point to that as much to, to quantify mm -hmm. what's happening, I guess. Um, so to, to, to speak to that confidence, I guess, you know, how do you how do you take that information and kind of, you know, give it to them in a way that's like, you know, how do you how do you make somebody trust the information uh, to give them that confidence when they're making a decision? Well, you got to you know, you almost got to micromanage the board. Um, we look for loads that 
you know, we're buying under the market that we can point directly back to the information that we're getting to the, giving to them. Um, and so that's something I have my managers do, you know, look at the stuff that's covered today. Let's figure out some of the loads um, where we know it correlates directly to this sort of sonar data. What you want is, you know, ideally a bulk of your load board all correlates, right? Um, but, you know, there are special instructions, special circumstances with loads that kind of throw things off. But, um, you know, it's really, it's really getting deep into a load by load case and, and showing them, you know, listen, this was, the, this was the mindset that we put forward looking at this data. Um, this is where you stood strong and you stood your ground. And, you know, you may have let the carrier off the phone knowing they're probably going to call back. And, and here was the result. And, you, you know, you trusted your gut. You trusted the data we put in front of you. Those are the ones that we try to celebrate every day, a couple times throughout the day. Um, you know, we had our, our town hall meeting yesterday, which was an all-company meeting. We certainly celebrate, you know, people that are buying under the market, buying right, doing the extra things with, uh, you know, with, with the tools that we have. But, you know, Sonar is, is one of the bigger ones. And, you know, to your point, you're talking about market volatility. And, you know, Henry is, you know, we're the, we're the fifth operating arm. We're the truckload brokerage for Yellow Corp. Um, you know, which was Wire C Worldwide. We we reverted back to the yellow name, which very exciting news. We reverted back in February. Um, you know, we're we're only four years old. This brokerage. Um, you know, we have a huge customer base at our hands over at the LTL side, but a lot of the reps that we have over here, and you know, our pricing department does a fantastic job because they're in it. But we have some people in the pricing department that haven't been through a normal truckload year. That a bulk of their time in logistics has been in a pandemic, and then we come out of a pandemic, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, polar vortex hits. We get out of that vortex in February. Now we're, you know, we're into March, and then here comes DOT week. Uh, here comes, you know, we got another shakeup here Memorial weekend, um, you know, long weekend. So, uh, you know, now it, we got it's always Amazon. being on our toes. Yeah, Amazon Day coming up now in summertime. I think yeah. we just announced. So, just right when we right. thought summer was going to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. And, you know, I, I think the biggest thing when you talk about market volatility, and I'm looking at the map, um, you know, being able to click into the granular data of each market, you know, the tough thing about the pandemic was different states and different cities, different markets, they operated differently with COVID regulations, and who's locked down and who's not. Uh, and, and you start to we start to see it come through the sonar data, and, and it helped us get ahead, um, you know, when we needed to, especially with carrier rates. So that's a that's a good point here, Ryan. So something that I've gone ahead and, and pulled up on the screen here in front of us is um, you know the the market as a whole, right? And mm -hmm. um, uh, you know we we see the market obviously it's up and to the right, and that's great. But you know what the screen that's going on there in front of you there you have you know where that up and to the right is really having the most effect in which areas of the country. Um, to have a little bit more strategic play, if you will. So you've got the volatility markets there on the, the left, obviously, and then the map on the right. And the, the blue colors mm -hmm. there are, are, are where, where capacity is the tightest. And that, that's really, if you're a carrier rep, I mean, that's great. It's, it's good to know where you're pulling a truck out of and where you're sending the truck to. So you can figure out really quickly right. if, if you have the advantage or if you're doing the truck a favor. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, probably if you're pulling a truck out of a blue market, it may not be the worst thing in the world to, to take one of those first available trucks if you're, 
pulling a truck out of the red markets, you, know, you should have a few more options. You could probably be a little more patient to, to wait for the, you know, just the right truck. Yeah, and I mean, the yep. volatility chart to the left there is probably my favorite, just because it is a little bit more data centric. It's Excel style. So being able to just filter the, the call letters. You know I just know that it's green, um, there's cells, and <laughs> there's numbers. <laughs> that's all we know. But Green's the color of money. Yeah, that's all that matters. And and so to be able to just go like, okay, we're now we're we're getting into this um, short week or this um, shortened weekend ahead of us. Um, show me where these tender rejections are, and and that's how I've always represented it. So when you go to you know tell your team like this week every morning, what you know, when you send a screenshot of that, what is some of your messaging around? Is it like cover early, lose fast? Like how how do you? support the message that you're sending out to your carry team. Yeah. And again, and again, I try to keep it as simple as I can because, you know, this is a show designed to, to dive into it. Uh, you know, I, and I don't want to overwhelm the, the group, but it's exactly what you just said. I mean, it's as simple as blue and red markets, you know, darker blue market, uh, tighter capacity, you know, red, exactly. Luke, what you said, you know, sit back a little bit, make a few extra phone calls. Um, but you know, I, I like to also, I organize, I like the market share, uh, column over there as well, because you do see a little bit of change, especially when produce comes along, it really starts to shake up. Um, you know, and, and, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. It's, it's just telling these guys, you know, if you're going into Los Angeles right now, um, stay aggressive, uh, with your rate and, and, you know, let these carriers know, Hey man, you're going to a market where you are going to have, you're going to have brokers calling you all day when you post a truck, you get to sit back and shop it. So, um, you know, again, keeping it simple is what we like to do here. Um, you know, let them ask questions and dive in deeper as, as they need to. Each rep is different. Each have a different confidence level. Um, and you know, we, we like to play to that. So how much has this information maybe trickled over to your customer side or when you're actually talking to, the shippers that you work with when you're trying to convey a message of, you know, hey, we are going to have to pay higher or, hey, here are some of these conditions that we're facing. Yeah, I think that um, that goes down to when you're looking at the tree maps, um, you know, we look at the outbound tender volume uh, for one, um, take a little bit of information there. I'd say a majority of my conversation with the sales side uh, does revolve around that tender rejections because typically we see rates follow that tender rejection line, right? If it's dropping down, you know, we, we can buy a little better. If it's going up, expect rates to go up. So, um, you know, that's across the nation. I do like to look at it, you know, down into regions and into specific markets. You know, every brokerage has kind of, uh, they have markets that, that they're, you know, more dense in than other brokerages. And, um, you know, the number of markets that we have here, those are the ones that I like to highlight and, and keep a close eye on. Gotcha. No, that's... That's phenomenal. And, and I'm a big fan of the tree maps as well. And it just gives you, especially when you start adding some of these filters into it, you can really make it really easy to see what you need to see. Okay, I can see my, my largest heavy hitters to the top left. And then coming down to the bottom right, I see more of those, those mm -hmm. lower markets. So it really allows me to just see what I need to see really quickly. Um, so right. definitely kudos to you for, for that one. And so as we start to progress throughout the year, is there any other opportunities that you see you using this information in or, you know, how do you expand on what you're doing now throughout the uh, rest of the year? Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the initiatives, initiatives we have is, um, you know, getting a, a bigger lasso around refrigerated business. So, um, you know, utilizing the, the tree map for refrigerated trucks, um, uh, you know, throughout the year, it, it's kind of 
again, we're, we're a young brokerage and we pivot pretty quickly. Uh, so, I, you know, I think I know what the rest of the year looks like for us. I certainly know I'm not ditching any of the data that I've, that I've explained to you guys today. Um, but you know, I meet with, uh, I try to meet with Jessica Hale, um, mm-hmm. you know, once a month or once every other month. And, and it really, she uncovers a lot of stuff for us. Um, this, the head hall map, you know, she uncovered that for us. The, the amount of data that's in sonar is it's almost overwhelming at times. So, um, you know, it's really whatever you guys are, are recommending and kind of what we stumble across. So, all right, I got a little fun one for us to take a look at. So, um, basically, we're going to look at a tree map of tender rejections. So, let's go ahead and throw it up for everybody to see. And just to explain, for those who haven't looked at a tree map before, it looks like a lot, but it's actually pretty simple once you get down to it. Basically, the top left, those are the markets that have the greatest value, in this case, tender rejections. So Cedar Rapids has a score of 54% of all loads tendered are being rejected right now. All the way down to the bottom right is kind of your lowest value. Um, and, you know, you're looking right around, I guess, uh, five, a little over 5% there in Montana being rejected. So, and then kind of everything in the middle in between. And then the colors, rep- the green colors represent an increase day over day. The red colors represent a decrease day over day. So it's kind of the daily change. Now, here's where things get interesting. Uh, we'll look at the one-year chart to see how many of these are green and how many are red. Any guesses? Literally the money. all <laughs> yeah. green. Every, whoops, let's get rid of that. Every single market is green year-over-year increase. Unbelievable. Now, some markets are just you know only a little bit green. They may only be up like 10%, 20%, that kind of thing. But look, Lubbock, Texas, I don't know what's going on over there. They're up 3,500% year over year, which means they were probably like next to nothing a year ago. Right. But uh, um, unbelievable. It's crazy seeing some of those gains. Even in some of the larger markets, like, uh, I mean, Jacksonville is not super small. They're up 500%, which is pretty incredible when you think about it. You know, Savannah, Georgia is up 650%. Rock Island's up over 600%. I mean, you got some of these, some of these larger markets here that are doing okay. I mean, you know, that, that's pretty impre- impressive when you think about um, how much the market has moved. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen moves like that. This rivals Dogecoin right here. I think it's probably <laughs> the, oh, yeah. the simplest way to say it. Well, Doge is, they've, I mean, just crypto in general has had a yeah. little bit of a decline in the past couple of weeks. Great buying opportunities. Great buying opportunities. Um, not but, financial advice, of course, yeah, but not, great No financial advice here. Theoretically, a great buying opportunity. If Yeah, if I was theoretically putting money somewhere, right. I may theoretically put it there. Right, I, I, I might. <laughs> might have to go sell the lake house <laughs> yeah exactly hey mom and dad like hey can you go ahead and sell that for me yeah, so yeah, i can yeah. throw it into we don't need that anymore oh, no that's that's great uh, so ryan big crypto fan i know nothing about it okay. uh, i i just haven't i haven't dove into it but uh um i enjoy hearing people talk about it and how their moods swing and you know a day about it <laughs> is, i enjoy that part that is so we have a, we got, we got a neighbor that put a sign in their front yard, a huge like billboard they made themselves talking about the next Bitcoin having or something like that. How many days until it was. And uh, I didn't form a file a complaint, but somebody did. So. <laughs> Those dang HOAs. They'll Come get, on. They'll get you. Every get that. One me. Oh, geez, no, that's hilarious. Well, well, awesome. Well, um, anything, you know, that if someone wanted to reach out to you and, you know, learn more about Henry and kind of what your operation is or want to work with you, how would they do so? 
Yeah, uh, certainly connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, you know, we have job opportunities at Henry Logistics uh, all over the, you know, Henry Logistics, we're in office here in Kansas City, um, but Yellow Corp, we have job opportunities all over the nation. Um, if you'd like to reach out to me directly, um, you know, certainly again through LinkedIn or email me, uh, ryan.mize at henrylogistics.com. Uh, and that's Henry without an E. That's an acronym for uh, Paul and Nupe, Re- Newpen, Redaway, and uh, YRC Freight, our, our other brokerage, our LTL arms, rather. So uh, reach out to me that way. But yeah. Awesome. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Very insightful. And we're so, so happy to have you on. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Have a great uh, long holiday weekend. Yeah, we'll try not to work too much. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah, we uh, fortunately don't have to worry about trucks falling off on our end. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, awesome. These days, what a guy, Ryan Mize. What a stud. I remember when I heard about Henry for the first time. I was like, wait, all these LTL guys came together and made a brokerage. That just makes so much sense. Yeah, it does. It's fantastic, and it's specifically a full truckload brokerage. Right. I mean, they they have so many customers. It's a great. Way. I mean, they've scaled up. They've become one of the largest brokers actually in the in the nation. Right. In just four years. Um, I, don't quote me, but I think they're already in the top top 50. Probably. Um, you know, and, and they're growing quick. They're going to keep climbing that list pretty pretty quickly. I mean, doing a lot of a lot of good stuff over there. Um, so yeah, awesome. Great great to well, have them. If for all of you out there that maybe didn't get to catch it last week, we got some new stuff in Sonar. They get some new stuff in Sonar. We got we finally I'd say finally because we always seemed that we had it. We just didn't put it in the the right area, but. In our lane signal and lane scorecard applications, we have now added the reefer functionality. So not only were you before able to see our van predictive rating tool along with all of that tender data in one, one shot, you now have a, the ability to swap it to reefer so that you can see, okay, let me get that same great insights for what's going to happen down the road, you know, one month, three months, six months, nine months, a year out, and, and never leave that screen. And let's go ahead and... and well, Luke kind of gets that set up. That was just one of those things that I know I always wanted to. And I was like, so why don't we have to this? clarify, we had the data. Yes. Just the functionality wasn't built out. And technically, a lot of the, some of the Reaper stuff, it, it, it was in beta for a while. It was released to some right. customers. But yeah, now it's kind of the full release, you know, kicking and rocking. Here we go. So I'll go ahead and throw this up on the screen for everybody just to see. So, you know, as an example, right, you know, you can type in any lane you want to, you want to type in, right? You know, we're going from... Oh, goodness, I don't know. Let's say we're going from uh, Atlanta to, you know, where do we want to go? We want to go to Chicago. Sure, right? Because that lane never moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, real, real rural area here. Obviously, you've got all your stuff here. You've got your pricing. You've got your capacity map right <laughs> Freight here. Freight never goes on that. Freight never goes. I mean, yeah, I mean, come on. There's nothing, nothing going on in these areas. Um, you've got your pricing. You've got your week-over-week change. You've got your forecast here in the bottom. A lot of good stuff on this page. You've got signals to kind of give you an idea on, on how attractive or unattractive the lane is. But, you know, this is the reef. This is the van side. We click the button. Boom. Everything flips to reef. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. We so got refrigerated got data. And I, I, I was in, I, you know, the dummy in the room here who doesn't do a lot of reefer. It didn't do a ton of reefer. I did have one reefer customer that I did move uh, back in my broker's days. I kind of assumed, oh, reefer is always more expensive. But it's actually not true. Reefer is expensive in about 85% of lanes uh, right. as we continue to, to dive into the data. Only about 15% of lanes are not are, are actually cheaper than van, which, is probably, which isn't much. I mean, obviously, right. you know, 
nearly nine times out of 10, reefer is going to be more expensive than band. But right. uh, I kind of just always assumed, oh, it's always more expensive. But there, there are some, some, some one-off opportunities or situations where that's not the case, interestingly enough. No, definitely. And, and so that's, that's just then going to add a little bit more, you know, add a quiver to your hat, add a little tool in your toolbox, Th throw your best phrase here. And, and now you just, this gives the, those brokers and shippers and carriers really at that transactional level at, you know, just validating one-off decisions, that ability to just bounce from, now I'm dealing with from reefer, now I'm going back to van, just from a, a simple it, talk. It gives, especially as a broker, it gives a broker the ability to be an expert in all, in like not just van, but also reefer now because they have so much information at their exposure. So even if they don't have that experience, they can still always be closing them reefer customers. <laughs> and forecasting and seeing what's going to happen in the future before Speaking it even hits you in the face. Speaking of always be closing. Okay. Oh, please don't do it. I'm going to do please it. Please don't I'm do, do it. it. I'm going to do it. So I got some custom Nikes here. Right there. You probably can't. Where does it say it on it there? It says it right there. You can't see it. It's way too small. But the point is, it says ABC with a bunch of money signs right there. Oh. I got that express for all of you. Yes. Yeah, so Luca... He did what his job was told, you know, his description, you know, he sold some deals. and First time ever. Yeah, for the first ever. time this year. Might not do it this month, so Probably we'll see. Won't. I'm but, done for uh, the year. I'm, I'm but tired. no, so our thank you to Spencer in finance, thank our CFO. Spencer. Thank you to me. I'm the one who did the work. I'm the one who closed the deals. Yeah. <laughs> Go, Luke. Yeah, literally. So you give Luke one option. You say, hey, here's what we got, tier ones. <laughs> uh, you custom shoes. What are you going to put on there? always be closing ABC and that's exactly <laughs> what you did that was I couldn't when you told me that I couldn't believe that's what you were putting can't on there believe, of course I was going to do that what else is I going to do with the shoes dude it's not those those are all right what oh, really goodness. really like, listen like nobody these bad like, boys no, wait, limited this, edition okay? like, yeah, UNC nobody wants to see that oh Michael Jordan is going to be wants to see that dude the, the six foot five just Whop, right over your I don't even know if he's six foot five. He might be oh. six foot three. But now Kyle's got one shoe on his foot. I think foot. he's six six. That just kind of seems like standard. Um, yeah, six, six and a half. That just seems like what he would be. No, but could uh, be wrong. Somebody look it up. Look it up. But next week, we're going to be back with a little bit more data. We're going to be seeing yes, what's are. happened since this long weekend, what has occurred with freight. My expectations, probably see lead time shorten up next week. You probably we'll will. see demand go up, rejections go down. Have a great week, everybody. Enjoy the holiday. We'll see you next week.